0: Hi, it's Darcy Reese here from UW Women's Basketball. I'm a forward center and I'm just welcoming you to Circling Seattle Sports.
1: You heard it from her first. This is the 96th episode of this podcast, uh, the 30th installment of the Seattle interview series. So we've hit 30. That's pretty cool. Um, and it's a pretty nice honor to speak with Darcy here. Um, I'm just going to go down this you know, list of sort of accomplishments. Obviously, there's more, but it's, it's kind of cool to look at you know, member of the Australia U-17 national team from 2015 to 2018, South Australian Branch Order of Australia Association Student Citizenship Award in 2017, Uh, Australia Day honors receiving Holdfast Bay Youth Citizen of the Year for Sport and Community Achievement in 2018. That's pretty damn cool. And obviously, you know, playing here in UW uh, for the women's basketball team. How have things been for you lately? I know it's kind of been hot lately, but obviously, you know, we're sort of an off season here had a kind of weird last few years here without everything's mm-hmm. gone how have you been you know is is anything sort of kicking up as we get you know closer to season or how have you been taking things
0: yeah definitely well thanks for having me firstly and um yeah it's been a, it's been an up and down three years for me so far but I'm really excited for where we are now I think we're in a really good place with the program and we're like in workouts now we've just nearly finished summer workouts and i'm really excited for preseason to hit i think coming off covid coming off obviously a coaching change it's going to be really good for this program and hopefully like we'll just be able to come out and make an impact with a bunch of new girls, a bunch of new plays and new positions and i'm really really excited i think it's gonna be great
1: yeah obviously you know had some people transfer out and i know that must suck because you know these are girls probably that you know your friends with and you know Mm -hmm. part they're you know key parts of the team but also you know there are some returning people like you obviously uh you know bringing in tina langley uh bringing in two new uh transfers in but i will address that when we talk about you dub i want to go back to sort of the beginning here are you able to sort of pick out a time or you know a time frame where you know your basketball journey started because i will mention your parents here in a second but and is there any sort of key point you can say this is really where I picked up a basketball and things took off
0: I think my first memory of really picking up a basketball obviously we were surrounded by it growing up me and my younger siblings but um the first time I really played I think I was about 10 years old we just moved states and that was the thing to do um in a little town in penguin Tasmania and that's kind of how we became part of the community like my parents both played for the team and me and my younger siblings played little aussie hoops and it was just a fun we won a lot of tournaments but we just kind of played because we enjoyed doing it and at that point like i think i couldn't even tie my own shoes tight enough to play basketball in but we just played in the backyard and played for this little team in this little town and that's i think where my basketball journey started i probably credit penguin to that because it was just such a community thing and it was just what you did. Like, every day you just go up there and practice in the gym. And and going back there now, it's compared to all the things. Yeah, it's definitely the place that, that my dream started
1: So obviously, I mean, you kind of dig into it in that answer there. But how much influence or, I guess, push would you say that your parents had on your playing career? Were they like, okay, this is what we were doing we want you to see you guys do it, you know, or so like, Hey, if you want to play basketball, we will help you with that. If not, that's perfectly fine. You know, mm-hmm. was, was that push sort of there? Or was it sort of dis- discovered on? No, your
0: They were very, they both, cause they both played at such a high level and both achieved so many great things through the sport. They also didn't start until they were more in their teen years. So they were very much like, no, you need to try like every sport under the sun and you need to choose basketball for yourself. So I played everything. Honestly, I wanted to be a gymnast growing up. I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be a gymnast. I was a little tall for that. But we did every other sport you can imagine and then found basketball and chose it for ourselves. They always, they were, yeah, no pressure whatsoever. There was always, you have to play this because you want to play it, not because we want you to play it. And if you want to go do something else with your life, you're more than happy to do that. And thankfully we just, we just, chose to follow in their footsteps without any of the pressure which I love I'm so grateful that they weren't the people that were pushing me because I feel like it would it takes so much love out of the game you've got to enjoy doing it especially to get to the level that I'm at right now and if I want to continue it further you can't do that just because someone else wants you to do it you have to actually love the game because ultimately like you spend so many hours doing something that at the end of the day like this is your life and you might as well enjoy it while you're doing
1: it so yeah yeah like you're saying I mean if 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 you're raised with a basketball in your hands and it's like you said if it's not your dream then what what are you playing for you know Um, and when you're surrounded by it like you said when you're at the level you're at right now in I mean in a pretty good conference and you want to continue it like we were talking about Um, even further it's got to be something that you love and so would you say since it's you know a love of yours that you don't have a trouble necessarily you know keeping that love going or are there times where you need to really take yourself away from the basketball court and just do things to differentiate kind of take your mind off of it sort of distance yourself from it
0: um I think there's a little bit of both I think even if you love something if you do you do it every day there's Gonna be days that you don't want to do it like there's gonna be moments where you're like you're losing or you're not having a good practice or you're injured and you have to remind yourself that like I am not just a basketball player like I have other things in my life so yeah I've definitely especially um I've had a few injuries over my career especially since I've been at UW so I think it's those times that I've really had to take a step back and kind of be like this is so much a big part of my life and it's got me to where I am today but it's not the only thing that I am and I have other things that I can do because otherwise you couldn't do it like not you don't love something all day every day like every every hobby that anyone's ever had there's days you don't want to do it but you just do it because that's you will love it eventually (laughs)
1: To work on something, you know, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it is it is good to hear that it wasn't like, all right, start running layup lines as, you know, as soon as you could. Yeah, no. as soon as
0: you could walk. No, <laughs> I had and, a ball in my hand since I was little. I, there's a picture of me from our local paper the day I was born with a basketball right next to my head because my dad was playing in a like, championship game at the time, and I was going to follow in his footsteps. But they were – the greatest, and that they never force
1: anything upon us to do. And that is really cool to hear. Because, like you were saying with your dad, four time NBL champion for both Adelaide, the 36ers, and the North Melbourne Giants, as well as part of the Aussie national team, which is pretty cool, you know, representing the country on that stage as you've done. Um, and then your mother, Nicole, is a member of the WNBL. Uh, from 1990 to 1997, if my information is correct. So yeah, you know, it is cool to hear that it was like, hey, like you're saying, every sport under the sun, see what you right. want to do, you know, and try uh,
0: everything.
1: So would you say, you know, being a gymnast was maybe something that would have been the close second? Or was there another sport that might have taken that cake
0: um,
1: behind basketball?
0: I as much as I wanted to be a gymnast, it just was never on the cons to me. I don't think I was always too tall. I oh, wasn't yeah. like, I, I just, I couldn't have done it. Hats off to them. They're amazing. I love watching the gymnastics, but it was from a, probably the age of eight, it was not on the cards for me. But <laughs> if I wasn't playing basketball, I probably would have been playing netball at home. I really liked netball um, growing up. It's very similar to basketball in a lot of ways, but also very different. Um, but I don't know, actually. Baseball is just always kind of—I've never pitched my life without it. Um, yeah, from a very from when I picked the ball up, like when I was nine, when I can remember. But yeah, from then it's always been the dream. I don't think there is any alternative. There's no Plan B. This is Plan A.
1: So you know, you are, you kind of mentioned your siblings there. Can you talk about your sister Kelsey, um, who you know plays for Utah now, playing in the same conference? um as well as what it's like having her in the same conference obviously you uh had the battle of the Reese sisters there last year uh Mm -hmm. which you know I think I think you'd have won that game so you you, I guess you could hold yeah it was one
0: all to be fair but (laughs) yeah I'm super proud of her it's really she's at the um U19 world championships right now so um yeah really proud of her really pleased that we can um be in the same conference. I think the Pac-12 for women's basketball is like the greatest country conference in the country. And for her to be so close, but having her own experience is just so great for us. I think like getting to play her twice a year minimum, it's, it's so much fun for our family. It's so much fun for everyone back home to watch that. We both made it, you know, we both had our own journeys to get to this point, but like we made it to the Pac-12 and we get to play, packed our basketball against each other like we've never unlike American sports growing up like we never played together because we were two years apart like we never did any of that so to get to play against her now it's it's really special it's a game that we have to win like there is there's a lot riding on that game no matter what um but it was it was really great we I loved getting to see it as well because we're so far away from home and especially this year like I haven't been home in over nearly a year now and I probably won't go home in a year. So I haven't seen any of my family, but to get to see her twice a year guaranteed is, is really great. It's, it's so we love it.
1: So is it, obviously I'm sure there's extra motivation going into those games. Do you use any old tricks against her? If you, if you guys, you know, uh, Tori in a one-on-one situation or is it just motivation throughout the whole, whole games, those two times a year to just, be on top of everything i guess
0: um i don't know if there's extra motivation i think i like want to win. i'm a very competitive person as most athletes are and i want to win every single game but i think it's more my pride that's hurt in those games but um we, yeah we weren't very good at playing one-on-one growing up because we were <laughs> too competitive and there's no refs to call any oh, yeah. so my parents would make us play with mouth guards in the backyard oh, But okay. um, they yeah I think there's a lot of pride there's a lot of family um, controversy in those games so <laughs> it's it's important for that but as opposed to motivation yeah I think I go in the same way I try not to be focused on it it's just another game for our team to win and the more games we win, the better we do. So ultimately, but yeah, just a little bit more of a chip on my shoulder for those ones.
1: What would you describe your recruitment process being like you were a four-star recruit coming out of high school? Was there any place, you know, outside of UW that you really had thought about going towards you might've been leaning to anywhere that you had initially thought of before, you know, thinking about university of Washington or where was it sort of, did everything sort of lead to UW at one point? Because I remember reading in an article, once you stepped on campus, it would just, it just became apparent, right?
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I wasn't really set on the idea of coming to college at the time it wasn't something that a lot of international students in women's basketball did Uh, I think now it's a lot more prevalent there's nearly an Australian on nearly every Pac-12 women's basketball team at the moment but the year I came was kind of the first year so it was more Kelsey's dream to be honest like she wanted to come over and play in America I was kind of set on going a medical path back home like I'd done really well in all my year 12 exams I would like got into all the school like academics that I wanted to get into and I was a development player for our um, WNBL side so I was kind of set on staying at home but I thought well if Kelsey's gonna do it then I should I don't know take a visit somewhere and I I decided I was gonna try it out for a year and if I really hated it I would come home and it would have just been an experience um and I didn't really have, I didn't seek to be recruited. Like I didn't put film out anywhere. Like I didn't, I, I like, talked to whoever rank, rang me and reached out to me. And um, there was a few options coming in. And then I decided I'd visit UW and, and I just came here and the girls were just great. The campus was great. It was the ideal location. If I'm going to come all the way across the world, I wanted to be in a city, but somewhere that I could like not live in the city but have access to a city and also be somewhere like it's not a direct flight but it's kind of two flights it's not over florida where i have to fly like multiple hours um and i just loved it i loved everything about it it was really fun really enjoyed the girls really enjoyed the company it just seemed like a place that i could call home and feel like i was remotely home so yeah I, I would have, I would have signed on my visit, but my mom wasn't able to come. So I wanted to sign when she was there. So I signed when I got home, but, but yeah, it was, I just, it was a weird feeling. I feel like people say it all the time. Like I just knew, but I really did. I just came here and I like did the visit and I was like, wow, I could be really happy here. And now it's three and a half years later. And yeah, I'm glad I did. It was a great decision.
1: It is interesting to hear how that goes, you know, coming into it. I don't really think I want to do that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, sibling kind of talks about it, makes yeah. them a parent, take that visit, you know, and in doing research to lead up to this, um, something that, you know, seemed really to set the university apart was you mentioned uh, the family aspect of the mm-hmm. team, you That's know, really nice. feeling like it's a family environment. Is that something now that, you know, you know, with different girls coming in, obviously the two transfers that we'll talk about in a little bit um coming in you know they're coming to a whole different situation even you know the girls that are freshmen um is that something that you know you strive to be a part of is help building that family culture and help making it be a comfortable place for these girls to come in because obviously you know you're working to be a better team but also sports are such a beautiful thing where they can teach you so much and you can make such great bonds with these women you know and men you know wherever you play these sports is that something that you know would you say is that what set the university apart is just the family environment and how the girls and the university set that up
0: definitely I think that for me was like I could just see it sometimes like obviously all schools want to have that culture but I feel like sometimes you can see that that's not the case and I just feel like here it was like really the case like all the girls generally wanted to spend time with each other like wanted to be around each other and I'd love to be a part of that creating that family for all the new faces that we have this year and I think we're doing a really really good job of doing that so far because ultimately like that's like we are one big family like we spend so much time together we practice so many hours we live together we like we live work sleep everything is like in the same apartments in the same places as these other people so like you want to love them They're like they're your sisters and like we say it all the time but yeah, they truly have to be, especially, like, with COVID, how, like, if we wanted to play, we couldn't see, like, anyone else, and COVID was hard for, like, everyone, athletes, non-athletes, everyone, but, yeah, to be that isolated, you have to be a family, so, yeah, no, I think that's what set it apart, and I'm glad it did, because I couldn't be this far away from my family without having a support system here, because, yeah, yeah as I said before, I haven't been home in so long, but I have a good support system here. So it makes it worth it. If it wasn't here, I don't know how that I would do it.
1: And I'm like, you're saying, I'm sure that's huge. You know, like you're saying not being able to go back home and maybe not being mm-hmm. able to go back home for a little bit. Um, and to, to have that family environment, obviously it's not exactly the same, but I'm sure it, no. it sounds like it does it. A, a good job of, you know, helping you stay above ground, you know, cause that is something. It's like, hey, I would really like to go see everybody right now, but that that's might not right. happen. So having you guys is, you know, it's that's what I've got, and it's a good thing. So that that is good to hear, you know, because you yeah. want that sort of thing. Like you said, that's not always the case at every university. No, um, no. I but...
0: got I got lucky. Like I have girls that I've gone to Christmas at different people's houses. Like I've like stayed there. Like they've tra- they treat me as their own. And I'm very, very grateful for that because, yeah, I have a whole second family over here and I don't know what
1: I So, you know, with that being said, talking about both, you know, that family aspect as well as, you know, you mentioned um, when you were talking about coming over here, you know, if, if it wasn't sort of the thing I wanted to do, I would, I would just say, you know, hey, this is it. This was an experience. What was the first year here like for you both? on and off the court? Because obviously I'm sure there's a lot of things that you have to get used to, you know, like uh, we talked about before we started recording with the first day's uh, article that I saw, uh, just, you know, different things, different pronunciations, you know, the accent <laughs> coming into play. What was the first year, you know, at UW, like both on and off the court for you?
0: Definitely. Um, it was a roller coaster, I think is the best. There was some really great moments, I think, like Um, I ended up starting. I played great in some really good games. And as a freshman playing in the Pac-12, like, that's something that you just dream of. Like, no one does that. They say come to college and you ride the bench for a few years, especially in such a good, good conference. Um, So that was, that was a really good high for me. I really enjoyed that. Um, Obviously I got to get to know all the girls and spend a lot of time with them. And we went to some really cool places and did some really cool things. Like we went, I think we went to Florida. We went jet skiing. I'd never done that before. It was awesome. Like um, I spent my first American Christmas, but there was also like a lot of, there was a lot of adjustment. It wasn't easy. It was really, really, really hard. Um, I think like being a student athlete is hard. And I think being an international student-athlete is immensely hard. Like, there's a, there's a lot that goes into being, being an international student by itself is hard, being a student-athlete by itself is hard. So I think to be a combination of both is just a lot of adversity that we forget that happens. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot. I mean, spending Christmas away from home, not, like, I think the hardest part for me was after every game, all the families are there and my family wasn't there. And I don't have any friends that are coming to the games because I don't know anyone here. Um, so it took a lot of adjustment, getting used to, there's a lot of culture shocks that I was like, we both speak English, you'll be fine. But there's, there's a lot of words that are different. There's a lot yep. of phrases that are different. The food's different. Uh, there's subtleties that you just forget. It took me a while to walk on the right side of the street or going up the stairs around campus. I would be like going to class and running into people confused why I was walking on the left side, not the right (laughs) side. So I'd have to, there was so many little things that you do unconsciously in your day that I would have to think about, which just made my day like a little bit more harder than it should should have been, but as I've adjusted to that, it's got a whole lot easier, and I just live my normal life here now, but yeah, I think being a freshman is hard, no matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing. so yeah, to be a freshman in a foreign country by myself, trying to be a student athlete is was quite challenging, but it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad I did it, and it taught me a lot about a lot of things, so yeah.
1: All in all, it sounds like a really big trial by fire learning experience to sort Definitely. of just get yourself out there. And uh, like you were saying, you know, with the different little subtleties, little things that mm-hmm. have to yeah. you know, be like, oh, this is not how I'm, I'm used to it.
0: Right. I didn't know um, how to tip. I didn't know about taxes. Like we don't tip and also our taxes included. So if something is $10, it's $10 here. I'd like have a $10 note ready and they'd be like, that's $11.60 and I was like why what do you mean <laughs> but yeah it's it it teach I think it's teaches. I think everyone should try and do it I travel the world there's a lot of things that you don't realize that you'll appreciate about your home country and that you'll think could be different when you see the other world the other side of the world for for a period what
1: was your time like under coach Jody Wynn because obviously you know that wasn't her tenure wasn't uh throughout your entire career but what was your time like under her um and how things changed um when she was coach
0: yeah um it was I I think it was a good learning experience I think we played a lot different style to what I've ever played before and what I ever may play again um but it also it did allow me to um try a lot of different things I learned and Teach myself a lot of different things. Like I got to, I went from my freshman year. I think I shot like hardly any threes on the year until the Pac-12 tournament. To then coming in my sophomore year and shooting a bunch of threes, and then this year, like 50% of my shots were threes. um And it taught me to play a lot of different roles. So Jodie was really good to me. She's a really good person. Um, she treated me really well. So. But I think I'm really excited for the new direction of the program because Coach Langley and the rest of her coaching staff, I think are going to take us really good places. And I love her style of play. She's very, very direct and um, very efficient. And she's just really, really smart. And I don't think I've ever met anyone quite as smart as Coach She's just very, very good at what she does. And I learn something new every day. And she's only been here for six months it's yeah I'm really really excited and I'm glad I'm really glad I have two years of eligibility left because I think this program is gonna go some really good places and and I'm really happy to be part of it
1: well that's certainly you know exciting to hear because you know if usually if a coach comes in it's got a good system it's Mm -hmm to so an extent it's up to the players to work in that system and Definitely. you know like that and it really sounds like you know it's something that you're excited for so that is something to get excited for when the season comes up here but um,
0: yeah I think it was a good it was a good move for the program and I think all the girls are really have really bought into the new um, environment that they've created and just I couldn't I can't fault anything that she's done so far and all the people that have been hired around her or just great people that you would want to spend your day with so yeah we have a lot of fun
1: before I sort of get back to you know uh coach Langley and uh you know like you were saying with the other hires um you talked about subtleties and I do want to mention that again was there anything different uh that might have been subtle or something that you know you weren't used to when it comes to playing, you know, hooping in the States as opposed to in Australia, is there anything that might've been different that, you know, you do over uh, back in Australia, that's different here or something that's, you know, you're not used to over in the States. You know what I mean? Just this, anything. Definitely, that yeah. There
0: is some different rules. Um, and I think NCAA basketball has started to go to more towards FIBA rules. Um, but when I first came over, the key size is different. I don't know if you knew that, but oh. our key at home is a lot wider. Um, so there's a lot more space to work with. And also our three-point line has always been fever regulation. There's no like women's men's lines. Mm-hmm. So I came over here and the three-point line is a lot, was especially my freshman year, was a lot closer than it was back home. Um, also, we have a different shot clock system. Um, we have eight seconds to get the ball over the half court line and we only have 24 seconds of of shot clock so the game is a lot faster um than it is here the 30 second shot clock kind of threw me a little bit this this seems like a lot of time um you only get at home you get 14 seconds once you rebound the ball um 24 seconds total so the extra six seconds on a shot clock just makes the game a lot slower you can slow the game down a lot more and you have a lot more time with the ball in your possession so that was a little bit of an adjustment for me there's also like he's like we don't get to line up there's not six people on the free throw line there's only three on one side two on the other um so that was new I wasn't really sure about that um and they call there's a lot there's a few different variations like in the travel we rules we do a lot more euro stepping at home um and I think now thinking about it the biggest one for me was we can't call a timeout when the ball's in play the ball has to be out of the court um for a timeout to be called whereas here if you're just stuck you can call a timeout yeah um oh. all the coach can call a timeout but yeah now at home you have to throw the ball out of bounds for a timeout to be called so to me it was really confusing when people were just calling timeouts when they're stuck in a corner um,
1: you can't do that <laughs> i was
0: like what are you doing <laughs> um but but yeah i mean it's the same game ultimately but there's there's a few little rules that i'm like wow we weren't allowed to do that <laughs> that's not a thing but they are adjusting more to play FIBA rules i think as basketball and international basketball.
1: yeah i was i looked up the the key as you were talking i was like oh you weren't kidding you know, so no, that that is
0: <laughs>
1: different things to think about that I, I guess I wouldn't have thought about. But yeah, I think if, I don't know because I know there is you know like those the the women's three point line and the men. Mm-hmm. Just it would just be simpler if it was just regulated. Yeah,
0: joining it this year, I think it's there was a change that was announced. I'm not really sure, but but yeah, it would be simpler if it was all the same. Which it is at home. Um, it's all one three point line. It's just the three point line.
1: Yeah, so I don't know okay, why that was like
0: a women's, thing. men's NBA, which I found very confusing. <laughs> but, why are there
1: three lines here? Right.
0: Which one am I shooting from? <laughs> but we've worked it out as the years have gone by.
1: And definitely, like you were a little little learning moment. Like, oh, that's why she's calling a timeout. That definitely makes sense. But it's like, All yeah, right. I, I guess it's good that, like you were mentioned, they're finally going over, to, you know, to FIBA rules and just making that sort of something that's simpler and not just like, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm playing NCAA ball right now. It's a little right. bit different than everything else. Um, yeah,
0: like I went home from, I shot a lot of threes here. I think I mentioned in the last two seasons and last year when I went home before last season, um, I went home and I was shooting at home and I was like, why am I short on all of my shots? But it was because the three point line is like a good step out at home than it is here. So yes, yeah, this subtle of little things
1: um can you talk about the two games where you played your sister and what those were like you know this last year um because I know we touched on that a little bit and it mm-hmm. being a, a very prideful thing I'm sure for yeah. both of you but can you talk about what that was like you know to see her one to see her in general right mm-hmm. and then as well you know being able to to play there as Dub took on Utah I mean because that's conference play and conference play is always huge yeah. you know um so can you just sort of talk about those game days and uh, what they were like, whether it's, you know, if you got to see her before after the game or you mm-hmm. know, well, especially with COVID protocols, I'm sure it was yeah, like, nope, you can't see it. anybody. You gotta get back to the right. facility. So can you kind of talk about, you know, what those experiences were like, you know, with your sister?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool. I I think there's not one word that would describe it, but I, I didn't get to see her a lot, obviously COVID. Um, but I I got to see her, I think like one day for an hour or so with masks socially distanced but it was it was great I mean I I saw her before the game I think she ran over and gave me a hug and when we were starting warm-ups um but it, it was hard because I'm really proud of her I always want to watch her succeed like watching her play I'm always so like oh do this oh please do this make that shot and I wanted her to do so well but also like I really wanted to win so I didn't want her to do well but inside like I kind of did and especially because we were playing on each other I didn't want her to do anything to me like I didn't want her to score on me she yeah. was not scoring on me I'm older <laughs> I should be better um but it was just really fun I think I, I got lost in the game so I didn't think about it too much when I was like actually on the court but afterwards like reflecting and like watching the film um it's just it's so exciting like to think we grew up on the other side of the world. Like we live our lives on the other side of the world. And somehow we managed to both not only be good enough at basketball that we played division one in college, but we managed to play in the same conference in a Pac-12 school and be able to play each other. Like, it's just astounding when I really like sit down and think about it. We really did that. Like we, like, I can think back to when we were playing like, out the back on the, our concrete court that like wasn't even, and the back was falling off, and like we're out there for hours. And you can only shoot on the left side because the clotheslines on the ride, right, and all those things you do as kids. And like somehow from there we made it here. And just to watch the film of those games, like obviously I want to win, and I want us to be doing well. And we did win the second game, so it was good. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's I just I don't think there's any other word that describes that. I'm so excited to play her again, but I'm just yeah, it's just amazing and just amazing experience. Like who would have thought like three years ago, who would have thought five years ago, two years ago? Yeah, I wouldn't have believed you if you would told.
1: Well, hopefully this year, you know, you're able to sort of maybe take the day, whether it's, you know, whenever you guys travel. (laughs) Um, just sort of you know be able to hang out because like you said um, I mean that's that's family and that's I mean geographically that's the closest family right now you know so that'll be good and I'm, I'm sure it will with uh, hopefully how things are going unless obviously but you know that's that's really cool to see um, you mentioned you know the other side of the world um, can you talk a little bit about the other athletes that we've got here at UW you know from Australia and Oceania obviously Gabby Plain is a big headliner there with her last year, uh, but also Grace Beasley and Olivia Pollard um, are two other players, you know, from Australia and Oceana. So can you sort of talk about, is that something that maybe you talk to the, I mean, if you talk to those ladies about that, be like, Hey, you know, it's, it's, I mean, that's a journey, like you were saying, to come from the other side of the world. And now we're, you know, in Washington state, you know, in Seattle here um, we're in purple and gold. Is that something that you guys have, any of you guys have talked about, or is it just sort of, a, is it a prideful thing at all to say, Hey, Oh yeah,
0: it's she- very, <laughs> it's, it's very, there's actually a bunch of girls on the track team in cross country that are from Australia. And every time we see them, we, there's just a connection. Obviously there's a connection within the student athlete community in general, but I feel like there's that added connection of like, you're from the country I'm from, and we both made it here um but Liv uh Olivia Pollard hasn't quite got over yet because she's still um playing for Australia right now but, but when she comes I'm sure we will but yeah me and Grace have talked about it before especially at like holiday times when everyone else is gone for Christmas or things like that we're just like wow we we really did this like we're so proud to be Australian like there's so much country pride in every time we see um any of the athletes that are from Australia it's just I mean there's a flag I have flags everywhere we all have our own little flag but I think we're really proud just of where we've come from and just we love talking about it I think that's we take for granted how much like you just enjoy talking about your home and the people that you're surrounded with so every time we see the girls that are on the track team from Australia that's all we talk about is home because you miss the little they get it they like know the cultural differences or like they've yeah. had similar experiences too so just to be able to have that connection with someone to be like oh yeah I thought that was hilarious too oh like did you see the Americans did this and like yeah it, it's really cool to have so many Australians here at UW in this like circle yeah I'm re- we're really lucky and even within the Pac-12 actually in general I think that's my favorite part of playing other Pac-12 teams is there has been a lot of Australians on the other teams and to be able to see them and these are kids that I've played with growing up I played against throughout junior careers and just to remember us I have pictures of me playing at Ula who's on Washington State we played under 14 nationals for a grand final against each other and we were like 12 but to now be playing each other in college on the other side of the world it's it's big and like it's really exciting and I think it's a great yeah we have a lot of pride in our country and we really we really love it so much we talk about it all the time
1: and that's you know that is really cool to see especially obviously you and the women on the basketball team you know you mentioned track and field and then obviously Gabby you know it's I mean a lot of you guys are a driving force for us so that's obviously really cool and it's cool to hear that that's connections there and talking about, you know, maybe discussing the subtleties that are different here. Be like, oh you know, so that is that is cool to hear. Um and it's it was something I was curious about to see if that was something that, you know, was a connection. Um
0: definitely. Yeah. Especially like you said, you know, family away from home. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, so you did mention Tina Langley, um and you know, having her here. Um Mm -hmm. What have what have the interactions been like so far? Um, obviously, you know, new head coach, you're coming into a different she's coming into a different situation, you know, coming from Rice. Um, what is what have you overall gotten from her, like sort of first impression type of thing? Um, and what sort of message has, I guess, if she had one, has she conveyed to the team, you know, as sort of a, a driving mindset as we get ready for the season? Here is um I just uh if that makes sense. Just yeah. what she's, how you, how she's come off to you um, as a coach and maybe as a person, um, you know, mm-hmm. as someone who's going to be playing under her.
0: Definitely. Um, I think growth is a big word in our like culture right now. I think we're just trying to create a culture of growth and just being better each day than we were the day before. Um, because I think so often we set these in all sports and everything. Everyone wants to win a championship. Everyone wants to win the next game of the game after but it's you can't just win overnight you have to win each day um so I think she's just she's really good she's really smart she knows exactly what she wants and she's very very positive at conveying everything that she does and I just love being able to watch her coach and listen to her practice obviously with every coaching change there's an adjustment period and it takes a while to get to know new people and new Stuff and everything like that but they've made it really easy they're just a, a bunch of really great people and i think that's really important um you have to like the people to listen to them and to respect them and i think we have a lot of respect for Coach langley and i think that carries over onto the court she's like created a safe positive environment where it's okay to ask questions and um she makes us better each and every day and even if it's by like one percent better that's still one percent better than you were yesterday so yeah as i said before i think i'm really really excited for the future of this program done a really good job so far and i'm excited to see when we get hit pre season
1: gotta put it all into action um so you mentioned you know her and the coaching staff have you been able to sort of you know meet and interact with nancy mulkey and lauren schwartz um i mean have they been able to get with the team and um, if so, what have they been like, and you know what do you think they'll be able to bring? Because obviously we go back all the way to talking about creating that family family environment, and that's the same yeah. with these girls who are transferring in it's a different part of the country, it's a different right. you know college, it's a different team uh, so I mean obviously if they've they're already here, um yes, what has that been like with them, and sort of because I believe Nancy already played under Tina Langley. Uh, I don't think Laura uh, they both did. Both yeah. Did. Yes. Yeah. Lauren
0: played under her as well. So yeah, it's been great. I think um, they're great people and she brought in even more great people to the program. And I think that's like the first step, like you got to love your family. So it's easy to love great people and it's been really good to get to know them so far. We've done a few team events. I think we'll do more as we get further into season and everyone moves into their apartments and adjusts to life in Seattle I think it'll definitely be an adjustment for them. It's not Texas. It's it's, Seattle is very different to Texas, but I I think they're really enjoying it so far. And I think they like, um, fit really easily into the culture that we had. I feel like I've known them for ages. Um, and it's just been a really easy adjustment. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know if there's anything else I can say to that, but yeah, they just, it's been easy. It's been great. I think they, Fit in perfectly. I think Lauren's a great three point shooter. Nancy brings height that we didn't have. Like, we don't have very many close, and she's going to be a great one. She was in the draft last year, but she pulled out. So, like, obviously, that says a lot about how well she did at Rice, and hopefully, she can, we know she can bring that here. So, yeah, it just adds, it's always adding to the team, which is great.
1: Something that's going to stick with me is, you know, you said, you know, just easy fits. Mm -hmm. and you know just sort of being able to adjust well um and obviously texas is different than here Uh, but that is good to hear because like you were saying before and so many times you gotta you gotta like the people and listen to the you gotta like these people to be able to listen to them and then you know in terms of the coaching staff as well as just your teammates so it it i mean it's all good things you know and it's really exciting to see how that you know translates when we get to regular season here um so I know, like we mentioned, you know, basketball has basketball was with you since you were a baby, you know, mm-hmm. um, so I want to take it off the court, want to put the ball down. You know, right. um, I know you mentioned working potentially going into the medical field back home before you really you know, looked into UW. If Darcy did not go into basketball, right, he was going to pursue some other prof- profession that wasn't pro sports what are we looking at here and has that potentially changed from when you were looking at, you know, before you thought about you, has that, you know, is it, would it still be looking at potentially medical stuff or mm-hmm. what, what do you think it would be?
0: Um, I think, I think it's changed because I now, as I've done more of my degree, I don't necessarily want to start from scratch when I go home. I don't want to do, I wanted to be a pediatric oncologist um and that's a lot of schooling so I don't think I would want to start from scratch and go in and do all of that schooling from now um and also I think I've realized I don't want to work so much on the medical side I just want to work with the kids so um I love children I love I, vol- I volunteered and I worked at a school at home before I when I was in high school I did like work experience there and loved it um my mom's a um teacher so loved hearing about all her experiences so if I didn't play I would probably be traveling I love traveling I love exploring um and I would probably be working with kids somewhere I do still want to do it related to medicine I want to be a child life specialist um, work in a hospital I love psychology um work with young children but something to do with kids if basketball is taken off the table I would love to spend the money.
1: So with that being said, is, you know, working with kids, a sort of dream career with you, um, obviously, either if you weren't doing this, if you weren't playing basketball, or, you know, when things are said and done, is that sort of what's ideal for you?
0: Yeah, I think so. I want to work in a special needs school or in a hospital um, for elementary school age kids, definitely. I just, it just, it brightens every day. There's always, you can always learn something from a kid, a little kid. So when I'm done with this, that's what I'll be doing.
1: So with that being said, um, I kind of think I know the answer to this, but Mm -hmm. is there anything that you miss the most about Australia? Obviously I'm sure family, Family. it's gotta be the top. um, And I'm sure that is, but is there anything that, you know, is different over there that we don't have over here or, um, is it more so just, you know, not seeing, uh, the good amount of family, you know, having them back in Australia?
0: I think obviously family is like a hundred percent the top one. Um, but I'd say the two top things is one, the beach. I love the beach. I know we have beaches, beaches, but I like grew up on the beach. Uh, we was one of those kids that like came back from school and we'd just like go to the beach and spend 24 seven there outside we're always outside Australia has great weather and there's always something to do outside so I kind of live there and Seattle beaches aren't as easy access um, for me as they were at home and also generally I go home for summer in Seattle so I'd see a lot of winter which isn't really beach weather so I miss the beach and I miss the accent and just the just everything about the culture that is like nothing in particular, but like going to a petrol station and like just knowing like liters instead of gallons or like yeah not not having to tip or tax or so just the accent or like the difference in like politeness or like how you would say compliment someone or something like that. Just the little nuances that you don't I couldn't name them. I probably couldn't even list them. But I feel like it's a thing and I've talked about it with a few of the other people, international students and um, Australians on different teams. It's when you land in the airports at home, this, it's the accent, there's something calming about like, the home. Yeah, I might be nowhere near my house or not even in the same state, but it's just like you don't have to think as much. We walk on the left. You don't have to think about that. We drive on the left like there's like... You buy things in the same way or like the, the measured, I don't know, the little things. Yeah. The subtleties of living somewhere that you know. You don't have to think about things. You just get up and you like go about your day without the little things. So I think besides family, <laughs> that was a long winded kind of roundabout answer. But it makes but sense. It, it's just that I miss the accent and I miss like understanding. Um, well, like, yeah, just the little things. So that's probably the big one.
1: Do you have a favorite part of Seattle that you've visited yet? Because if, for those who don't know, uh, every once in a while, Darcy will post, you know, a place that she's gone to a place that she visited. And what's really cool to me is that I don't know if you do it at every single place, but mm-hmm. you've got a little painting that you've done of a certain <laughs> viewpoint. And I think that's yeah. so awesome. So do you have a favorite place that you visited so far? Because obviously I'm sure there's more that you want to look at as well as what happens to those pieces of art, you know, you create when you visit those places. Do you have like, are you going to make a collage of them? Do you leave them there for somebody to find? So, so what, what happens with them and is there a favorite spot that you have visited?
0: Oh, uh, well, I don't know if I have a favorite yet. I'm really enjoying at the moment. There's a little place. Um, I don't even think it has a name. I couldn't find a name for it. It's just like a little on the way to gasworks park. There's a little like outlet where you can like sit and there's a little wooden bench and you can see the whole landscape of Seattle. There's a little tree and there's like the boats and then there's the space needle and it's always quiet and there's never anyone there. And it's just a really nice place to go and sit in the shade and read a book. And that's, I think my favorite place right now. Um, (laughs) It, just because it's so it's such a beautiful view with the sun and the weather at the moment but overall I don't think I have a favorite place yet I'm trying to I googled a few weeks ago I felt like I hadn't seen enough of Seattle and so I googled like you know top things to do in Seattle and I'm trying to take every single one of them off my bucket list I have a little list in my notes that's like 30 things long of all the places I need to go and all the little hidden things that most people wouldn't know about I went to a pinball museum last, a few weekends ago. That was awesome. So much fun. Didn't know it was there. It's a tiny little place. It was really cool. But yeah. Um, and to do with the paintings, I love painting. I love art. That's like, if I didn't play basketball, I'd love to paint. Um, but so I decided I didn't spend enough time doing it. And because I spent so much time basketball at school, I was like, I need an excuse to paint things. So I bought little canvases off Amazon and I decided to go and sit wherever I was and give myself an hour and just paint what was in front of me and then leave. Um, so I, I started doing that and yeah, I fell in love with it. And I love it. And it, they're actually in a collage kind of on my pin board at the moment. And I think there's like nearly 20 of them now. I did oh, some in wow. Utah when I went and saw my sister. And it's really cool just to be able to look up and be like, I went to all these places and I saw all of these things because I feel like we get so caught up in the day-to-day like and going to practice. I do school, I come home, I go to bed, I just do it again. Um, so I'm trying to be, I think COVID and being away from home for so long just told me like you can't just keep wishing for the future. Like I can't just keep sitting here being like, I really want to go home. I as well, like I'm here, I'm in Seattle, it's a beautiful place to be. I might as well see as much as I can. And to be able to look up and see all the little postcards of the places that I've been is like really exciting. And I got to paint them. And yeah, and a bunch of people like them. So I'm, yeah, it's it brings a little bit of joy to everyone's day. So yeah, it's really, it's what I do. I really enjoy doing it. I love exploring. My dad, my parents are always big. We weren't a very materialistic family. We were always big on um, adventures and exploring. So that's my little keepsake i'm trying not to buy things places i just do a little postcard of them and paint it and then go home and it's it's fun and i love it
1: that's one of the things is like seeing where you go next is so cool and then Mm -hmm. obviously the the resulting painting that comes out of it right um so that is cool to see you know and like you were saying like we talked about you can only do so much basketball at a certain point Mm -hmm. in time and then it's got to be like i got to take a step back um so with that all being said is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to most as we you know sort of get approached to the season here or are there multiple things you're looking at? obviously i'm sure like you said with your list you've got different places to view you know the season's coming up getting ready into to go into you know pre-season like you mentioned mm-hmm. um you know potentially going to see your sister again what is darcy most excited for i guess um in a couple of things because I know picking one is just
0: right that's a great question. I haven't really thought about it to be honest I've been trying to like live I in the moment know what I'm doing this weekend but um, I'm I love season I love playing basketball I just love yeah. the whole experience of game day um I think so many sports fans do like going to football like it's the whole day thing yeah. I just love like getting up we the pre-game we have like film like we could scout like all the little things that come with game day that that i think that's what i miss the most in um and i miss the fans obviously last year with covid we had no fans so like running out to the song with the cheerleaders and the band like we don't have cheerleaders or bands back home so to have that here it's just it's like the coolest thing ever um So for obviously basketball wise, I'm really excited for season. I just love playing and I think we're going to be a really great team and I love the girls that I'm playing with. So it's just going to be really fun. And I think we're going to do really well. So I'm excited for that. And then yeah, off the court, I'm just excited to take off, like see more things. I've like nearly seen everything on my list. So I'm just want to see new things in Seattle and like talk to more people and i think i love i love meeting people at all the places i've been um I know australians are really known for like being friendly and outgoing but um yeah i try and like meet someone new every time i go somewhere and it's just really cool to hear about someone else's life that you would never have run into if you didn't go that to that place or like at that time so just like going on more adventures is what i'm excited for there's still a little bit of summer left so do more see more yeah just enjoy being across the other side of the world in a foreign country that's that's what i'm for.
1: and on the fans part of it if mm-hmm. you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're a student uh, as far as i am aware of all you need to get into these games for you guys is your student id so that is you i don't want to hear any excuses i'm going to be there cuz i mean if all I have to do is show my ID, that is perfectly exactly. fine. So, come, I mean, that's exciting. On. Like you're talking about, you know, getting, you know, getting a new scheme into play, returning mm-hmm. some of the girls like you, obviously, um, as well as adding some of these girls. It's, I mean, it just sounds like a recipe for good things. And it's just exciting as much to just get back into the arena in general. So, you know, that is certainly exciting and we'll be interested to see what, what other places uh, life takes you in terms of the little adventures that you're talking about. So do you have anything you want to put out there? I usually always put social medias in the description. Is there anything you want to promote? Obviously, you know, like I'm saying, if you're a student, all you need is your ID. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, is there, you know, anything else that you want to put out into the world?
0: Um, I think just come to games, like enjoy the experience that is like what it is. I think COVID's taught us like, we don't know what's coming around the corner. So just go do things, come to sports games. There's so many cool, cool sports games. Everything's starting up again, full capacity. I feel like just go see Seattle, see the world and just enjoy. I don't know. That's yeah. Be positive, enjoy life. Why not? <laughs> that's my motto at the moment. Just yeah. Live Make in the other moment. people happy. Exactly. Live in the moment and enjoy what it is for today
1: well I appreciate having you on obviously you know um, what's funny is I saw Darcy at the Mariners game the other night and I was like that's her um, <sighs> so that was cool to see um, but obviously appreciate having you on as we sort of I think you said we're you're almost toward the end of summer workouts you know I'm sure it's starting to get a little bit busier mm-hmm. um, so this is my first UW women's basketball interview so that's really cool and like I said, excited to have the season. I think if I have the time and I'm not working, I'm just going to make it out to as many of these sporting events as I can, you know, so excited to get back into things, excited to get back into Husky athletics. And um, I appreciate, you know, sharing your story from coming from halfway across the world to all the little subtleties. That's kind of the theme that I picked up is all the little subtleties,
0: the little things. So,
1: yeah, no, I, I appreciate you spending your time with me and i um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, After talking to it, I'm even more excited for the season to come up. So uh, looking forward to seeing you guys out in the court. So I appreciate it and excited to see what you guys do.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: Baba Bowie.